This is Valley Watch, your first choice for public safety news and information. With Phoenix Fire Department Deputy Communication Director, Allie Party, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. And good morning. This is Rob McDeed. I'm a captain with the Phoenix Fire Department. That intro mentioned Allie Party. She's on assignment this week, so I am filling the seat of Allie Party, and I'm excited for our guest today. We have Executive Assistant Chief, well, I think XO is what we like to call him around the shop, right? But Scott Walker is here, and uh, before we get started, I'm excited to talk about basically the future of the fire department, uh, the big moves that the city of Phoenix is making, coming up with a uh, GO bond about how we improve our services. But before we get started, if you don't mind, we, we like to have our listeners maybe get a little background of who you are, where you came from, and what your current position is right now with the fire department. Well, sure, Rob. Uh, good morning, and thank you for having me on to, to share what's happening in the fire department and where we're going and where we want to go. So a little bit about me. I've actually been with the department for over 29 years. Started like we all do, hired as a firefighter, going to fire academy, worked about two-thirds of my career in you know the operations section as a firefighter, as an engineer, as a captain, recruit training officer, public information officer like you serve as, um, and really have had an amazing career and really diverse career. So i I'm always amazed at all that I've been able to do and, and really learn and experience in this job is beyond what I ever thought it would be. Um, part of the Arizona Task Force One, so deployments on major hurricanes and disasters across the country and our incident management team up into wildfires in Northern California. So just some of the experiences I've had. Then about a de- decade ago, I moved into the uh, command role or management role and uh, started as a battalion chief managing a fire battalion then into a staff role managing our fleet services and our fire investigations, and then moved up into my current position as an assistant chief and now as the executive assistant chief. And again, in all those roles, really have managed all parts of the fire department of a modern, large, all-hazard department like we have here in Phoenix. And my current role today is really about um, ensuring, assisting the fire chief to ensure that the day-to-day operations of the fire department are being achieved and that we're meeting our community's expectations I do manage um, certain specific areas of the department, our fiscal services, our resource, which is our facilities, fleet, and supply, our MR-901 section, and our safety section, and also provide for um, the strategic planning and looking out 5, 10, 15, 20 years where we will need to be to meet the community's expectations, whether it be fire stations or firefighters or deployment model, and really make sure the department is ready and aligned to meet those needs when they rise. You know, when I look at this, and I have a front row seat, my office is on the second floor, and I get to work with a lot of executive staff. And I think what people don't understand, if I can dovetail off what you just said, here you are on a fire truck, backseat firefighter, putting out fires. You're in the front seat as a captain, probably not knowing where your career is going, but loving every minute of it, just like all of us that get into the fire service running those calls. Probably never thought in your mind, if you fast forward 25 years later, you would be appearing in front of city council, really pleading the case of the fire department and the resources we need and working with city council. So I, for one, think if I could do a little plug, I think that's the strength of our fire department. A lot of other organizations might bring in people very high, very well capable of doing those jobs. But I think there's a little something in the secret sauce when we can get somebody that's been on a tailboard of a fire truck, that's been on those late night calls. They make their way when you're fighting for the members in our community to make sure we have the resources we need. I think that's the extra incentive for our folks to know that we have folks that have been throughout our organization that are now making those decisions. And I think that's the success of it. So that would be just my little plug. And for some of you that follow politics, you know, if you ever watch any of those 
uh, city council meetings and public safety comes up, uh, Chief Walker is representative of us. And I think, you know, from my two cents, he does an outstanding job. So the reason you're here today is there are some things on the horizon for us. Uh, we are, by you know most accounts, the fifth or sixth largest city, depending on what you look at. And with big city needs comes big city resources. Um, a lot of folks like to think Phoenix, it's a, the, the charm of it is it's a small town, the last of the 48. But in reality, we're a large metropolitan city. We have to meet those needs uh, for those folks. So maybe talk a little bit about how you know we sit at 58 fire stations, but we need to grow that. We know that. The city is expanding. We go all the way from South Ahwatukee to Carefree Highway. That's all still the city of Phoenix. Um, it's pretty staggering if you look at other comparable cities for the landmass. So with that comes the need for fire stations, but you can't just snap your fingers overnight. How do we get to the process now to where we're really, frankly, months away, you know, November from deciding, you know, how big or how much we need to grow our resources? Where are we at right now in that process? So I'd love to talk about that. Uh, This is one of the areas that I manage under that strategic planning uh, concept. And I really have been working on this need for the city to make sure we're always ready to meet the needs uh, and expectations of our community really probably four or five years ago, putting together many presentations that presented to council and subcommittee and to really objectively demonstrate where we're at and where we need to be. Uh, you know, we look at response times, we look at call volumes, we look at the growth of the city, and we don't do this in a vacuum, certainly work with our plan development department or economic development department, so we really know where the city is growing and going. So we can try to make the best choices with the you know resources we have and make sure that we're using them as effective and efficiently as possible. So when we come to the community and ask for more, that they know we're using your resources wisely that you've already given to us. So we make decisions based on really that um, matrix of you know uh, the risk to our community and the priorities of our community. And so where we're at, we've had really great support from our mayor and council and from our city manager's office to move forward into a uh, uh bond program that we've been working on for a little over a year that has gone through the city process with a bond committee and subcommittees. So on the public safety side, we presented our needs and we had a very great uh, committee that evaluated all the needs presented and prioritized uh, based on the needs of the community and came out with the fire department for four stations they're recommending that to move forward. So that has gone through the process on the city side and was approved by Mayor and Council to move forward to our voters. And in November, we'll be coming to the voters with a bond proposal. Um, now, this bond is approximately a $500 million bond. It is a citywide bond, and most city departments and really parts of the city will be impacted in a positive way, whether it be fire, police, streets, parks, and others. But as far as the fire department's portion, as I said, we have four fire stations that are in there. Uh, one in the Sunny Slope area, one in the Maryville area, one in the North Phoenix area that's growing out uh, around 51st Avenue 303. We have a very large chip plant uh, being built out there. And then one over about 47th Place in Thomas. So really a cross-section of the community. These are all high-priority needs. And so these will allow us to um, build new stations or enlarge, really, a new station to replace existing stations oftentimes because the facilities we're replacing are, are old. They're 60 years old, many of them, and they're just too small. So we need more apparatus, more firefighters to meet that growing demand um, that we've seen over the last several years. So we'll be coming to the voters for that request to move those stations forward and to be able to build those stations. And it really is a need, as I said. If you look back in 2008, we think we all understand the economic conditions that you know had the downturn and the economic losses and, and really the Great Recession, we call it. And that didn't allow us to keep up with the growth that occurred over that decade um, just because of economic 
you know, really conditions didn't allow that to happen. And so we do need to build these stations, not only to catch up, but also the city. We know Maricopa County is one of the fastest, if not the fastest growing county. We know people are moving here daily. And so we need to also be catch up, but also plan for that growth. So the fire department has seen about a six to eight percent increase in call volume over the year over year over the last two years. Traditionally, we see about 2%, so you can see that almost exponential increase, and we're anticipating that to continue as people continue to move to our great community, but we want to be prepared to make sure we can respond quickly, quick enough to make the impact when you have an emergency, whether it be a medical emergency, a fire emergency, uh, technical rescue, a special hazardous material, hazard material uh, emergency, or whatever it is. We want to make sure we're ready, and, and these stations are key because for the fire department, it really is about having our stations and our firefighters on fire trucks strategically located throughout our community so that we can get there quick enough to have an impact. We know time is an issue. We know fires burn hotter than faster than ever before. So we need to be able to get there quickly and have effect a rescue. We know on medical conditions, we know time is tissue. We know a drowning, a cardiac event, a stroke. Time is critically important. That we get there quick enough to have an impact. So these stations will put firefighters across our community really to bolster what we have and to make sure that while we will obviously respond today and meeting needs, we want to make sure we're ready for those greater needs tomorrow that we see on the forefront because we know where we're growing. We're seeing that we're trending that out and we have become a, a really data driven organization. And I know that term is used quite a bit, but truly we look at these things from the data. We look at from an objective perspective and we look at make sure that, you know, what we're asking for really will have a positive impact on service delivery to our community. Because for the fire chief and for our, our elected officials and our city manager and, and certainly all of us in the fire department, it really is about the community. It really is about delivering that emergency service to our community um, effectively, efficiently. And we are here for you and here for everyone listening to this program. I think that's a great point. When you mentioned there at the end that the firefighters, we want that. We know what we need. We know that. There's nothing worse than a firefighter thinking to themselves that they're on a call, they're out, so another truck's going to have to come from another do for theirs. It's all about time. We want to get there. When the lights come on, we want to get there. But our city keeps growing. And if we were to stay in the same spot, we would certainly face challenges if we didn't grow to meet the needs of the community. And you mentioned the growth of Maricopa County, which the city of Phoenix sits in, but that also affects our partners, Scottsdale Fire, Tempe Fire, Glendale Fire, Peoria. I, I like to look at this as, a, as exponentially helping the region. We are what we call an automatic aid fire system within the valley, meaning the computer doesn't care what color your fire truck is. So it's not uncommon for red trucks to go into Glendale, yellow trucks from Glendale to come into Phoenix. So when I look at that growth and what Phoenix can provide to the system, we're the largest. Uh, we have a, a lot of support systems. We have safety officers on what we call our car 957 um, we have our command van that serves multiple jurisdictions. So I think selfishly, yes, we want this and need this growth for our fire department of the Valley. But I also like to think that it will also, if you're listening to this and you don't live in a Phoenix, <clears throat> excuse me, this could affect you as well in that fire service delivery. If you could speak to that in the, in the short time we have left on really the role we play in that automatic aid and how well I know you speak to fire chiefs on a daily basis, if not a weekly basis, on how important it is for all of us to be meeting the needs. So, sure. Uh, the, one of the things we're probably most proud of is our automatic aid system here. Basically, across this entire region, we work as one regional fire department supporting each other every day. You could have a fire incident with a red fire truck, a yellow fire truck, a white fire truck. So Scottsdale, Glendale, Phoenix, uh, Peoria, it really doesn't matter. We're all trained, ready to deliver service. We cross jurisdictional boundaries because we dispatch for everybody every day. And because we really work as an ecosystem, really providing that service, when you bolster Phoenix, you're bolstering the other uh, partners 
bolsters as well. When Glendale bolsters their system, they're bolstering Phoenix. And so it really is a system, and that's important because it really does lend to what I talked about earlier is it really is about being effective and efficient with the resources you've given to us as our taxpayers and our community does. But it's all taxpayers, all community members across our region. So it really is something we're proud of because we know together we are more effective and have can do it with less fire station, less firefighters in Phoenix because we have the system around us and all communities are in that situation. So it's really an important thing we're proud of. And also important to remember is just because our population is about 1.7 million dollars, 1.7 million people. Remember, people who live in the suburbs also come to Phoenix every day. So our population can bolster up to two plus million in a day. So in a daytime with working hours. So we do see a lot of visitors that are really workers or residents outside our community coming here. So these are some of the needs or why we need these uh, new fire stations and additional firefighters we keep asking. But I can assure you, want to assure everyone listening that it really is about delivering service. We are we work hard every day, as I said, to make sure we use the resources you've given to us effectively and we can demonstrate that. And when we ask for more, it's because we really do need it to deliver the service that we want to deliver to our community. Outstanding. Well, thank you, Chief Walker. We knew this time would go fast. And again, if you have any more, if you're, if you're interested in more information, if you look on the City of Phoenix, you can look up Geo Bond. Just Google Geo Bond Phoenix. It'll give you all the information and it'll let you know what we're doing. Uh, Scott, thanks for being here. Also, not only one of my bosses, but a good friend. Thank you for joining us today. And thank you for joining us for Valley Watch. We hope you have a great, safe rest of your day. Enjoy us next week. Take care.